Welcome to Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano, where you'll receive the support, the motivation, and the inspiration to be your best self each and every day. And now, here's your host, Dennis Vetrano. Time again for Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano. Welcome back, Dennis. Good to see you, Joe. Last time we got together, we started talking about alimony and the new tax laws. Yes. Now, if someone is receiving alimony, is that alimony taxable? It used to be. 2018 and prior, it was. So any divorce or separation agreement that was resolved before the end of 2018, yes, that's taxable to you. But after 2018, 2019 forward agreements, either decisions by the judge after a trial or an agreed upon stipulation or divorce uh, agreement, no, it's not taxable. It's That's a big all, change. Yes, it is a big change. It's it's all taxable to the payor. So again, we get back to our example. Moneyed spouse, they have to pay spousal maintenance. They make $100,000 a year. Now that moneyed spouse has to pay the taxes on that $100,000. And whatever the maintenance is or whatever the spousal support obligation, they would still theoretically pay to the payee or the non-moneyed spouse. Now, what do we do as practitioners? If I have a moneyed spouse... Because the spousal support statute in New York State was based upon the idea that it would be a write-off for the payor and would be income to the payee, now it's kind of turned everything on its head. So what we have to do as practitioners is we have to figure out what we have to basically play out the tax implication and we have to reduce the amount of presumptively correct maintenance or the amount of maintenance or spousal support or alimony that the payor, our client, pays to the payee. But what I was talking about before is, think of it like this. If the total amount of income is $100,000 and that's being taxed at the full shot, okay, in that tax bracket, if you were paying it to the payee and they got taxed on the $25,000, that would be in a lower tax bracket. Uh But because now the full shot from the payor is being taxed by IRS, now the net Gain is to IRS from the family's perspective. That means payor and payee. And from the payor and payee, the family's perspective, they ultimately have less money in the pot at the end of the day. So, um, and I think, listen, it is very important to look at this money like it's a zero-sum game. It's not just yours and mine. If husband and wife are using this money collectively to support their kids, be it through spousal support or child support or paying for college, listen. At the end of the day, however much money you have left is how much you have to pay for the expenses of your kids or pay for your house or or uh, support your retirement plan or or further investments. So you got to look at it from both sides. Don't just say, well, it's just my money or it's just her money or it's just his money. Look at it from how can the family collectively have more resources from which they can draw post-divorce. There you go. For more information on this topic and many, many others, see Dennis's website. drvitranolaw.com. Good to see you, Dennis. Good to see you, Joe.